It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW, Sitka. Today is Monday, May 23rd, 2022. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this is Raven News. Sitka reported 63 new coronavirus cases last week. The report published by the State Department of Health and Social Services reflects the new cases reported between May 10th and May 17th. Sitka's case count decreased slightly, but the community's case rate remains higher than it was throughout most of February and March. On Thursday, the Centers for Disease Control reported that Sitka's community alert level remains at medium, meaning no one has been hospitalized for the virus in the last week. Sitka's community alert level will shift to low if hospitalizations remain at zero and the community case rate continues to fall. This week, the CDC updated its vaccine recommendations. It's now recommending Pfizer boosters for children ages 5 to 11, five months after their initial series. It's also recommending that immunocompromised individuals 12 and up and all adults 50 and older get an additional booster shot four months after their first booster. You can find information on how to sign up for a vaccine or booster on our website at kcaw.org. When the Sitka Assembly meets on Tuesday, they'll consider what next steps the city should take to develop a marine haulout at the Gary Paxton Industrial Park. Sitka is without a working boat haulout following the closure of the facility that served most of the fishing fleet at Halibut Point Marine. Last summer, the Sitka Assembly agreed to a public-private partnership with the Sitka Community Boatyard to develop a haulout, but the plan has fallen through. At an Assembly meeting in early May, Linda Bankin, who was leading the boatyard project with a coalition of local fishermen said they'd been ready for liftoff when the cost of construction jumped. We did, before we responded to the RFP, had sufficient funds to build a boatyard at GPIP. Um, then cost increased, almost doubled on us, um, and we weren't able to raise that delta. Bankin said they'd already finished a lot of pre-engineering and design work, which they put on hold when they relinquished their lease with the city. She said they supported the city's efforts to find money for the haulout, but she hoped that work that the Sitka Community Boatyard had already done wouldn't be duplicated. Jeremy Serka said he'd hoped they could keep working with the city to make the boatyard happen. We'd just hate to see that work um, lost at this point. We have money into it. And so if there's any way that we could work together with the city, we don't really care who builds this or even who operates this. Um, the, the, the key is that we do not create something that can be lost. Circa said that right now, the closest haulout in Wrangell won't be hauling out any more boats for at least a couple of months. And Huna's haulout schedule is jam-packed. That leaves Sitkins with one option, putting their boats on the city grid to work on during low tide. And uh, if you guys know anything about that, that is, uh, there's a lot of liability there. So we got to think about that. We got to think about boats hitting rocks. We got to think about uh, us willing to donate our time and money to see this happen with not really any profit to be made out there. At the meeting in May, the Assembly unanimously approved an application for an $870,000 Denali Commission grant to fund a concept, design, and environmental assessment for a haulout at the park. On Tuesday, it will discuss its next steps in addressing the needs of the more than 600 commercial fishing boats in Sitka. The status of the Mount Edgecombe volcano near Sitka has changed from dormant to historically active. The Alaska Volcano Observatory updated Edgecombe's status on May 9th, but it doesn't mean that the crater is any closer to an eruption, if at all. KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports. 
A lot of people in Sitka have become used to calling Mount Edgecombe dormant, but that term really isn't used by geologists. It's a word that isn't very well defined in volcanology. It doesn't have a lot of specific meaning to us, and instead we tend to talk about volcanoes with how recent or long ago it's been since they were active or since they had an eruption. Cheryl Cameron is a geologist with the Alaska Volcano Observatory in Fairbanks. Mount Edgecombe was formerly known as a Holocene volcano since the geologic evidence of its last major eruption dates from the Holocene era around 12,000 years ago. The AVO now classifies Mount Edgecombe as historically active. And and for this term of active, this flavor of active, we don't require that a volcano has had an eruption. So volcanoes can get put into this category through having had a recent eruption or a suspected recent eruption, or they've got a period of deformation or seismic activity or fumarolic activity that we think reflects accumulation of magma in the crust below the volcano. A recent eruption usually means within the last 300 years, but the AVO recognizes that native oral histories indicate an eruption history that goes a few hundred years beyond that. Nevertheless, being classified as historically active doesn't mean that Mount Edgecombe is about to erupt. Rather, it's going to get more attention now from the Alaska Volcano Observatory. Cameron says a geophysical team is on the ground in Sitka to do a temporary seismic installation on Kruzoff Island that includes a global positioning system. The GPS can provide data in real time about any deformation of the crust that might be happening, rather than waiting for a satellite to pass overhead, which happens only once every 12 days. Not that the AVO wasn't paying attention before, But there are over 50 historically active volcanoes in Alaska. Cameron actually grew up in Sitka, and the seismic swarm in April that got this ball rolling may have gone unnoticed, but it didn't. Because my brother sent me the earthquake location, and he said, Cheryl, what's up with this? And I said, well, gosh, let me ask the seismologist. And I asked the seismologist, and the seismologist said, you know, there's a swarm. And, of course, we still needed to do more work and further analysis to determine if the earthquakes were you know, some sort of rather mundane tectonic processes or if they're related to the volcano. Cameron says that the Alaska Volcano Observatory is making plans for a permanent seismic installation on Mount Edgecombe and that any volcanic activity would likely come with plenty of advance warning. We don't want people losing sleep over it, she said. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey. This June marks the 40th anniversary of Celebration, a biennial four-day event based in Juneau, celebrating Tlingit, Haida, and Simshian culture. In preparation for this year's festivities, young tribal citizens in Sitka took part in an afternoon regalia workshop, crafting their very own robes, vests, and headbands. KCAW's Tosh Kimmel reports. Okay, so these need to be ironed. And then you pick your felt. It's a sunny Saturday morning in Sitka, a coveted occurrence in the otherwise rainy southeast community. In the basement of Blatchley Middle School, a small group of Sitka students is busy measuring, cutting, and sewing. For these kids, today is about honoring their culture through the age-old tradition of regalia making, even if that means missing out on the sunshine. We're not making you work away on a Saturday. We're we're here celebrating our culture, um, and we're very excited to help you guys and um, teach you how to do that. That's Claire Hill, 
She's one of a handful of parents and cultural educators who put together the workshop in preparation for Juno's upcoming celebration. The different types of regalia we're going to be focusing on today uh, will have vests. Uh, those are usually used not really for dancing so much or performing, but they're used really as an expression of who you are. The robes are really used mostly for performances, and it's a, a reflection more of who your family is. Um, a little bit of who you are as an ind individual, but you're representing your family, um, and that's going to be visually expressed on your robe. While attendees will walk away with their own vest, robe, or headband, Hill says the workshop is about more than just the tangible pieces of regalia. The person that's wearing the regalia is really for them to to showcase who they are, the family they come from, the people that they are from. Regalia is something that we must respect. It's a part of our history. It has symbols of our different clans. So it's something that's very honored and it's very respected. As someone who came to regalia making later in life, Hill has made a point to include it in the upbringing of her own child. I want it to just be what he knows. It's his normal to be very proud to wear his regalia. And I think that's really important as far as um, establishing self-confidence. It's, it's very important for me and a lot of other parents that I talk to. Kids mill around the classroom, eagerly taking measurements, cutting fabric, and picking out the form line drawings they'll use in their creations. For middle schooler Jason Miller, this was his first time making a robe. I'm Yanyedi. My Klingit name is Kishua. Um, I'm going to have a um, red wolf design and then a red border. The main color is going to be blue. Do you want to like, show her your design? Yeah, my design's over there. So, it's going to be a wolf. Did you make that? Um, no, I just found it over there. The group will meet once more to finish their pieces, and later this summer, they'll proudly display them at Celebration, where, with any luck, the sun will be shining. Reporting in Sidka, I'm Tosh Kimmel. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And now, taking a look at the weather for Sitka for today, Monday, May 23rd, 2022. Today, cooler, numerous rain showers in the morning, then scattered rain showers in the afternoon. Highs in the lower 50s, southwest winds around 10 miles per hour. Tonight, cloudy, scattered rain showers, lows around 40, south winds around 10 miles per hour. You're tuned in to your community radio station, Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Good morning.